listeners, and welcome to another episode of Gab and Grow, a podcast meant to help you become a more successful student at Western Connecticut State University. Today, we're quite selfishly taking the opportunity to speak about two positions that are essential to residential student life at WCSU. One is the resident assistant, you know as RAs, and the other is the academic resource mentor, or ARM. So we're going to be hearing from some former RAs and ARMs throughout the show, but here in the studio, we're joined by resident directors who are responsible for this year's selection process. First, we have Ryan Farrell, who's the RD in Litchfield Hall. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Mary Beth. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, and, and secondly, we have RD Sean Keenan, who is the RD in Centennial Hall. Hi, Sean. Hi, Mary Beth. Woohoo! So we're, we're doing great now. Um, so it's coming up to that time of the year, which seems really weird because we start this in January. But we're actually looking for RAs and ARMS for the fall semester for the 2019-2020 school year. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys just in general um, to talk a little bit about what exactly are RAs and ARMS. Do you want to start, Sean, or do you want me to start? Go ahead, Ryan. You got this. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I'll start with the RA position. Um, I would say the... RA position is just a student leader position on um, on campus, and I wouldn't even say just um, the RA position is uh, a pretty significant and meaningful position, um, and it's a pretty substantial time commitment. Um, but you are a student leader and a student resource um, to the other residents and students on campus. Um, you're charged with establishing connections with your residents and building a community and developing programs. Um, so there's a lot that goes into it, um, but it's a great position. You learn a lot about yourselves and about um, the community that you serve, and it's a pretty big resume builder. Um, and then... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think people like to focus a lot on the uh, rule enforcement kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's such a small part of it, really, yeah. compared to... Yeah. All the relationships you develop and all the, um, you know, because your goal is to help students and create a, a good learning environment yeah. and community. Yeah. And um, then, Sean, you were an ARM, so why don't you talk to us a little yeah. about? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> ARMs are, they're, you know, they're, in the schools I've worked in, they're pretty unique to Western. I mean, there's there's different positions, I guess, are similar in other schools I've been at, but uh, it's a really cool job, really. It's a, we like to use the term academic coach. Mm -hmm. um, we like to stay away from this whole idea that they're just tutors and mm -hmm. stuff like that because it's not, you know, they can help you in certain academic subjects because mm -hmm. they're all very smart people. Yeah. But they're there to uh, connect you specifically with a lot of the academic resources that are available on campus. They're there to coordinate the peer academic support system. Um, they're there to keep tabs on some of the students that may be struggling so that they can try and uh, work with whatever issues they may be having so that they can fix those things moving forward and become very successful students. So they're a really great resource for people who not only are doing maybe not as well as they want to be, but people who are mm -hmm. doing great so they can keep on top of their studies and continue doing well. Yeah. And I was going to say, that's one of the things I think when we talk about it, we often kind of overlook because we think a lot about helping students who are in need, but we also try to do a lot to celebrate the students who are doing well, too. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, it's it's things like putting up i know a lot of them have done like the refrigerator magnet thing if you got an a on your oh, paper yeah. you can yep, stick yep. it up on the wall or something but yeah. also we do an academic recognition ceremony every year and things so they're 
they're responsible for those kinds of things. Yeah, definitely. We're trying to do something a little different today, and I've got these clips from some of our um, past RAs and ARMS, and one of the things that I asked some of them a few years ago was um, to talk about skills that they thought were necessary to become a good RA or ARM. So um, we have just a couple to listen to for this one. Pete, you want to gear that one up? <laughs> All right, so I'm very, I'm a social butterfly. That's what everyone tells me. Like, I'm very talkative, and I can make friends like that. Like, I don't even, people say, like, you go acquaintance, then friends. I just skip to friends. Like, that's, that's how I am. But um, I think, I think, like, it's also built that, like, I've, not that I already had it, but it's helped building it up and dealing with different situations. Like I've had, you know, some parents come to me on moving day saying, hey, you know, my son's room smells like pot because of the kid next door. Can you, uh, so I was like, all right, well then I'll have, you know, a room meeting or room conflict, I mean, and I'll talk with all of them. Like then obviously going in my first day, like that's a little weird. Mm -hmm. But then it also helps me get out of those little weird funk stuff like that. Like, okay, I need to talk with you about this, with that. I need to prepare myself mentally, physically, and have, you know, what I need. I think social skills would definitely be <laughs> the most. I'm not really talkative. I'm kind of jarring now. But, like, <laughs> it just, it kind of made me branch out and be open and be welcoming to let people know my face and who I was and what I do. Because they're freshmen, they have no idea. Yeah. So it was kind of like, hey, I'm your arm. This is what I do. This is what I can do. And this is what, you know, we can do together. You know, so um, I think that social skills are definitely enhance my social skills and um, I got to learn their names and know who they are. So that was just a, a few folks that we talked to. We had one of our RAs and one of the arms and, and when I was looking back through, you know, some of these clips, people were also talking about skills that they thought were important, like the ability to manage your time. And uh, people talked about the ability to manage people. And that wasn't just talking about, um, you know, telling someone you have to do this or to do that, but really more, how do you help people get along with each other? How do you get them to to communicate better? Um, you know, how do you build that community kind of thing? And then just being a leader kind of thing. What do you guys think about those those topics and and the skills that people think are necessary? I think that's... That's a really great question, and I think Thank there's... Thank you, I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot... Like, me personally, um, I would say the biggest skill or something that we look for um, in RA applicants is keeping an open mind. Um, that would be me personally, what, what I believe, because I think once you get into the position, you can almost learn and or work towards a lot of these skills. Like I know before I was an RA, my time management was just garbage, um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. And and my time management, the same thing. So going into it, um, I that was something that I worked towards um, and I was an RA for three years so, and I got much better at that. But I would say keeping an open mind because um, if you get into the position just with an open mind and uh, with a, willing, a willingness to learn, um, then you would be more apt to um, wanting to develop those variety of skills within the position. Um, but I mean, aside from everything or everything aside, time management is pretty big, and um, that's something that is pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I mean we heard these these two students say that they you know they focus a lot on the social skills aspect. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like a lot of people have this understanding that to be a good RA, you have to be this social butterfly, over-the-top, mm-hmm. you know, bubbly kind of person. And that's not necessarily what we look for at all. I mean, right. people make connections with their residents because they want to do a good job, despite, you know, them being shy in mm-hmm. other situations. So what matters is that they, they care about building that sense of community and then matters that they, they want to help these other students because that's I think that's really what it comes down to. People who want to be an RA generally want to help students around them. Right. And also, I mean, we hire RAs to, you know, represent the population that we serve. So not everybody's an extrovert, not everybody's an mm-hmm. introvert. So right. if we just had all extroverts and, you know, these introverted residents, um, they may be more or less inclined to want to reach out and make an establish a connection uh, versus if we, ha- you know, we have an equal balance of introverts and extroverts, then, you know. Well, sometimes, you know, you, yeah, you need to approach people in different kind of ways, yeah. too. And yeah. I know as an introvert, you know, sometimes you can have too much of an extrovert, yep. you know, so you want to you want to have people who are <laughs> able to balance that all out. Yep. So, um, Pete, we have some more um, clips that we want to play. And this is more um, headed toward advice for people who are thinking that maybe they want to apply to be an RA or an ARM. The kind of advice that I would give a student that came to me asking about being an arm is to get out of their comfort zone. I've been doing a lot of things that I normally wouldn't do, and it's honestly making me a better person. I wasn't always great at talking to different people and standing up and doing different exercises with people, but this job has honestly took me out of my comfort zone, and it's allowed me to do things in my personal life that I normally wouldn't do. Like in a class, I probably in the past would have to go in front of people and talk, but now I have no problem doing that. So. Normally what we um, what we say to them, I mean, I personally say, um, I think the biggest concern that people do have when they are interested in it is um, that they say like, oh, I don't know if I'll have enough time to do it, I'm nervous, I'm going to be too stressed out. But like, I always say, um, it really comes down to like time management because with prioritizing what you need to do, I feel like I've become like so much more organized since having this position. Like I have everything planned out for what I need to do for the week and for that day. And I've like never had issues conflicting with the job and like getting my schoolwork done. Actually, I just had this conversation with a resident yesterday. Um, he was thinking about it and, uh, I told him, well, be open-minded and, um, yeah, I would say, yeah, try to be open-minded because that's one thing that I've seen like a lot of mm-hmm. RAs, you know, struggle with. And yeah, and be be aware of yourself. That's mm-hmm. another thing that's important to a new RA. So. I think I would say go in with optimism. Go in with an idea that all people are innately good because if you go in and you just look for the bad in people, you're going to find the bad in people, but I think if you go in and say, all of my residents have some good quality about them, no matter how much they might, you know, mess up, you know that they're trying, you know that they're somebody's son or daughter, and that they have goals in life, and you just, you're there to help them with that, not to just strictly get them in trouble. I think I would say, put your put your best effort into it um be creative you depending on what building you're in 
you have to take different strategies in reaching out to students. So find um, like the best way that works for you. Um, and then just be yourself because I think sometimes it can be like you feel like you have to be a certain way to be an arm or to be an RA or um, to be whatever role you're supposed to be, but really like your strengths enhance like what you're doing. So it's not like you have to be a certain like particular type of person or personality for the job. Like be yourself and it'll be okay. (laughs) So that was kind of fun, a little bit longer. Um, But I think a couple things that we had talked a little bit about before um, certainly came through in that time and time and time again, time management comes up. Um, And Ryan, you talked a little bit about that Mm -hmm. with yourself when you were an RA. Mm -hmm. Why do you think people struggle with that so much? And and what do you think about this job helps with that? I think... This is really why I like info sessions throughout the RA hiring process, but I think it's just because people plainly don't understand the amount of responsibilities that RAs Mm -hmm. actually do. Um, Or on the other side, it could be, which I've seen before, people just thinking, oh, the RA position, that's pretty great, and it's free room and board, woohoo, I'm going to (laughs) apply, and it's going to be a cakewalk. Um, There are some great benefits that come with the position, but there is a lot that RAs do um, behind the scenes um, that, you know, not everybody would see um, because, you know, some of those aspects require respecting people's privacy, and so, you know, your friend might not know um, what's going on behind the scenes, but in terms of what they can do, right, about time Mm -hmm. management, oof. I would say just try and gather a pretty sound understanding of what's actually required. So reaching out to current arms or current RAs and uh, getting their take on it or coming to some of the info sessions that, you know, uh, we're going to be offering this year uh, throughout our RA arm hiring process. But, yeah, it is a very... Very big time commitment, and that was that would be my biggest advice to applicants. Um, you know, one of the other things they talked about, Sean, was um, was that idea of being optimistic but open-minded too. Do you have thoughts about that? Yeah, I think um, well, I think it has a lot to do with what Ryan said a lot, mm-hmm. um, and that there's a lot of responsibilities with the job that people don't necessarily see. Um, you know, they talked about being optimistic and looking for the best in your residents because. Mm-hmm. This job does force you to do, or not, well, this job asks you to do yeah. a lot of things that yeah. you normally wouldn't do, you know, take you out of your comfort zone and stuff like that. Uh, so it's really important that you take take these challenges with an optimistic point of view, with the idea that, you know, you are here to try and help people. Um, and that, like some people said, you have to look for the best in your residents because they are struggling. Mm-hmm. When you see them, though, they might be at their very worst, and you have to try and help them bring them out of that. And that's a lot of responsibility, and that's a lot of effort and a lot of commitment, and it can be really rewarding, but it really depends on how you approach it. And if I could just jump on the end of that, we had, I've heard open-minded a lot, but when I think of open-minded, I think something that was big for me is, you know, open-minded in terms of trying to make the most of the opportunities that are going to present themselves to you within the position Mm -hmm. um, for you personally to grow. I think there are going to be, you know, if you apply and you get, you are afforded a position, there is going to be so much room for individual growth 
um, with respect to yourself. Um, all of these time management and interpersonal skills that you'll develop, um, organizational skills, administrative skills, mm -hmm. um, those are a lot of areas within the position that you can work on uh, amongst yourselves. But then there's also the open-mindedness, you know, quote-unquote, in, in the sense of you and your relationship with your residents, because um, you are going to interact with a lot of different people. Um, and I do think that you can learn something from everybody. Everybody has something to offer. Um, so just going into it with an open mind, I think, is huge, both with how you're going to interact with your residents and also how you're going to interact with yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, one of the other things that they talked about was that stepping out of your comfort zone, being creative and putting your best effort into it. And I think those are the things that we're always looking for in staff members. You know, a lot of staff members come to us and, you know, you, you've been on the floor with an RA who has beautiful, beautiful door decks and, and you know, bulletin boards. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to make something <laughs> like that. But honestly, through our training and through what's available these days for you in terms of, of resources and Pinterest and all kinds of things, there's so much that you can do that boosts your creativity mm -hmm. and and your you know ability to step outside of that comfort zone that that I think it really um, don't let that dissuade you from taking this on oh, yeah. you know because yeah. a you'll get plenty of help from your staff too because mm -hmm. they're very willing to help with ideas and, and mm -hmm. getting things done but also it expands what you think you can do into what you really can do too. So oh, yeah. I think something that really defines our staff is in general um, is that they all really care about their job and they, they, they're able to achieve these things because they care so much despite yeah. what they may think they are capable of. Yeah. yeah. Something I'm always curious about is like, I always consider the RA position like you could break it down to community building, um, policy enforcement, and um, like programming. And I'm always curious mm -hmm. to see, you know, I always ask RAs and RAs on my staff, what do you think you're the strongest in? Because people, you could have mm -hmm. somebody who is the best applicant, but they are just, creativity is not their strong suit. And I just think that's so funny because it's the balance amongst the entire housing yeah. residents' life staff. But yeah. you find your ways. I was going to say, and that's why you look for a lot of different yeah. kinds yeah. of people, too. Absolutely. You know, let's get down a little to the nitty-gritty of this. So um, just talk <laughs> about the selection process. What What happens in that? And do we have, like, an estimated timeline and things? It's a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hunger Games, it's right? Yeah. It's a tournament. Uh, I previously mentioned before it's something that we're doing. We did this past semester and something that I think we're going to do um, this upcoming semester is like info sessions. Yeah, um, so we'll host uh, some info sessions for both the RA and the RM position um, just for the applicants to get a better understanding like we said before because it is such a time commitment um get a better understanding of what the responsibilities are and how much time you should actually commit to it um and then after that is tag you're it well we uh, <laughs> we're probably going to have the application open for about a month yeah um yeah, yeah. And that should be up us, shortly so. after people come back in the spring. So yeah, about so. the time that we're putting this on is yeah. probably that's, about. That's the hope. That's the yeah. goal, I'm assuming. <laughs> but um, so we, we have, like Brian said, the info sessions. And then people will have to fill out the application, which involves getting a lot of recommendation um, from someone on campus who's worked with you, along with references like any other job, mm -hmm. a resume, an application form, all that good stuff. Uh, and then we'll move forward with the interview process, um, which will be with uh, RAs helping and the RDs interviewing you and mm -hmm. about, you know, aspects of the job that we find mm -hmm. very important. 
Uh, and then the fun part is probably the group process, which I think is Ryan's favorite. That's my favorite. Um, where we have a whole bunch of group um, activities to try, to try and gauge how you guys mm -hmm. um, would operate in a group setting and mm -hmm. you know, working with other people. Mm -hmm. um, and we try and score you guys based on that. And from there, we, I guess, have basically a, a draft, you know, try and put people yeah. yep. together and how they would fit together the best. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I like to point out about the group process is it's not always about being the one who takes on the leadership in that role. Right. You know, it's really watching all your interactions. And, right. and, you know, sometimes if you're the person who's taking on all the leadership, you're not leaving any room for anyone else to get in and do anything, right. too. So, you know, don't think that you have to go in and just show how on top of things you are. Sometimes Absolutely. it's yeah. how you are participating that's also In fact, it important. Can be, I'm sorry. It can be frustrating to see someone who is a really good applicant mm -hmm. you know, shoot themselves in the foot when they try and just take control the entire time yeah. because they want to show how good of a leader they are. Yeah. yeah. But it's not yeah. how good of a leader you are. It's how yeah. you can work in a group. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes leading is taking a step back, too. Right. So, right. You right. know. Um, in terms of, of what's in it for students, you know, we've talked about some of the intangible things that we think come out of it, but what so are some of growth. what are some of the <laughs> tangibles that people get for being RAs in arms? Um, well, you know, I, I, I before we do this, I just want to say, you know, I think a lot of times people focus on, um, you know, they always have this, oh, I don't want to do this for the money and stuff like that, which mm -hmm. is, you know, it's it's true. You want to have to, you want to want to do the job and do well and help each other. But for a school like Western, which does have such a focus on social mobility, it's really important that we give this the art students the opportunity to you know be able to have a more affordable experience in mm -hmm. college so mm -hmm. i think the, the monetary benefits of it are, are very yeah. important too yeah. yeah that should that that's always going to be a reason that some people apply for sure absolutely oh it's huge and yeah. i think that's like well, one of the what what are they first though? right so, yes. Oh, sorry. yes yes so if we're talking midtown um because that's uh pretty much what i'm familiar with litchfield hall shout out any litchfield residents <laughs> any like Next semester. Um, but for uh, Midtown RAs, you get free room and board. Um, so your housing and your meal plan is comped entirely. Um, you don't have to pay. That's free. Amazing. Sign up now. Um, and you also get a weekly stipend. I'm sorry, a biweekly stipend um, of that is escaping me. I believe it's 25. Well, I was going to say, it depends on, on how the calendar works because it yeah. can be different from year to year. It's $250 a semester that gets divided out because it's paid through payroll. Yeah. There so, it is. Crushed yeah. it. Oh, I know. I've been here a while. <laughs> it's like she works in housing or something. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy. Um, um, and then... I think that... Well, for West Side, uh, well, that's for RA specifically. ARMS uh, get their a single room like an RA uh, on Midtown, but they do not get their meal plan played right. for because they work 10 hours a week in their office hours, which are paid. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, Correct. And on West Side, the RAs, um, well, depending on the building, you get you get a single bedroom no matter yeah. what. But um, they also get their board, their room paid for, but they get a um, one of the lower meal plans, I think the blue plan, mm -hmm. and they get a... Larger monthly, uh, larger stipend of about ninety dollars every two weeks. Yeah, it's nine fifty a semester for right. for them too. So, yeah. which again gets divided out and paid through payroll. So, yeah. um, you know, before we close this out and talk about any last thoughts, I wanted to play one last loop from the uh, some of the former RAs and arms who talk a little bit about what some of their their thoughts of the best things about being on staff were. So, Pete, if we have that. 
I've really, I think the thing I've enjoyed most is um, really getting to know some of my residents that I would mm -hmm. have otherwise not have met. And I like the fact that they're so much different than I am. I like learning about different majors that I have no clue exist. And I like um, hearing that they aced an exam after mm -hmm. studying for eight hours. And um, I just really like to interact with them because I obviously am a people person, so I love to, you know, uh, talk. But um, just constantly getting to be with a group of people that, you know, want to hear about how you're doing and what's it like to be an RA, but then at the same time, it's like, well, like, what's going on in your life? Like, you know, and you always have someone to talk to and you always have someone to do things with, so I think that's what I like most about my job. <laughs> when I came from high school, I was in the band of high school, and the band in high school is such a big family, and when I came to college, I left the family and I was kind of alone. Uh, being an RA, my staff, we've got such a close bond and we're always there for each other and we know each other very well and it's such a great time hanging out with them and working with them and it's just fun having the family again and being with people who are in the same shoes and the same type of, well, same type of shoes as you. I think the best thing for me is knowing that I've helped somebody and seeing them grow um, as a person or in their academics, um, seeing that kind of um, personal growth is really what does it for me. Knowing that um, I've had an impact on somebody that years down the line they may not necessarily remember my name, but know that mm -hmm. I may have helped them in some way to become better or you know to learn about themselves is what really is important about the position why I love it. The best thing is honestly helping people and realizing that what you're doing is truly having an impact on another human being. Um, I had a resident a few days ago come to me and express her concerns with something and two days later she came up to me again and said what you had said to me really helped me and I'm looking forward to working on my sense of self and thank you. So seeing things that are validating mm -hmm. is wonderful and that's really what it is yeah. to, for me. So, you know, we they had some good things to say about being an RA, you know. I think sometimes when we're sitting in our offices doing things, we hear a lot of the tough spots for things, but it's really nice to hear some of the ways that people leave this with so much more then maybe they came into it thinking they would ever get out of it. Mm -hmm. you know, um, thoughts that you guys had, because you were both RAs and, and or ARMS, and, you know, did you have similar experiences? Yeah, I mean, I think you can have a real impact on people. I think one thing that they didn't mention is, you know, the staff that you work with really, mm -hmm. Yeah, I made some really lasting friends with that. Oh, yeah. That I'm so yeah. friends with that. I guess I just got engaged to one of my former staff yeah. members. No <laughs> big deal. Uh, but you know, like they they last. Those friendships last. They're yep. you know because you have the same ideals and you have the same want, uh, drive to try and help people and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And big it makes, time makes good friendships. Yeah, big time. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I fell in love with about the RA position is, and I think uh, uh, we heard somebody say this in those recordings, but um, I loved like the familial feel. I just think mm -hmm. Res Life is it really is. It, it sounds so corny, but it is one big happy family. Um, and you grow really close to um, your fellow staff members that are on your staff and also just amongst the entire housing residence life yeah. staff. Like you might not be best friends with 
you know, an RA in Litchfield might not be best friends with somebody in Centennial, but you still see him on campus, and there's still that amicable relationship of, hey, how are you? How's it going? Um, and then you're you're on your way. But you do grow really close with your staff members because you work with them, you live with them, um, and it's really just a, a pretty great time. Um, and I also just think, like I said before, like I was pointing, there's so much uh, growth potential within the RA position. Um, and I just think going into it with an open mind, even if it's for I'm, I'm applying for, for this position for the free room and board mm-hmm. um, or for the, you know, financial benefits only, you know, after that, going into an open mind and just trying to exploit all of those growth opportunities yeah. is huge. Yeah. Any thoughts or suggestions or hints for people who are thinking about applying to either be an ARM or an RA? Do it. You have nothing to lose. <laughs> if anything, um, you just say thanks, um, but now's not a good time, and you'll have your experience of going through the process, and um, you'll grow from that experience, and you'll take what you learned from that experience into the next experience. But, um, you know, never just write yourself off right off the bat. Um, I think we have a pretty well-rounded process. It may seem long um, from us talking about it or just from looking at the process of the paper application, the interview, and the group dynamic session, but we have that for a reason, and I think that's in people's best benefits. Of You on paper could be completely different from you in an interview setting, mm-hmm. which could also be completely different from just you in a natural setting with other people. Um, so just apply. I think you have... Um, I always like to say I like to try and keep my doors open. Um, so go through the process, and if we offer you the position and you decide to take it, that's awesome. But if we offer the position and come to find out it may, you may not think it's your best fit, you could always decline it. But at least you got um, the possibility of an offer. Yeah, I think Ryan nailed it pretty well there. You know, it's, it's great practice, if anything. Um, mm-hmm. Also, just you know, in the meantime, like pay attention to what your RAs do, or go to their programs mm-hmm. and like. You know, look around and say, hey, yeah. they do a lot more than I kind of thought. Yeah. Talk to them about it. So. Yeah. Talk to them. Or come to an info session. Yeah. Or both. Or both. So, yeah, <laughs> look, Preferably both. I was going to say, look for signs that are showing up around campus mm-hmm. and, and look on our website. There'll be information about it there mm-hmm. and, and uh, think come, about applying. So. Come talk to Sean and I. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's going to wrap it up for our episode. I want to thank you, Sean and Ryan, for uh, your work actually putting this whole process together. And also, I want to give a shout out to the former RAs in arms and a few current ones who shared their thoughts about these jobs over the years through the magic of pre-recorded video (laughs) that I've made. And just as an aside, those were uh, Louis Voss, Ruth Williams, Jamie Maitland, Jenna Zavalco, Jose LeBron, Isaiah Thurgood, Kenny Ward, Serafina Moengi, uh, Audra Sferraza, sorry, Audra, I messed that up, Alex Antaya, John Duran, Kyle Venditti, and Laura Muller. Um, if you do still have application process questions, you can always email Ryan or Sean, or um, and I'm going to have Pete put the, their emails in our description, or you can still email me at griffinm at wcsu.edu, and I'll get your questions to them. Uh, I hope that some of you who are listening today decide to take on this challenge because it really is very rewarding. And uh, so I hope to see your name coming across our desks. That's it for this episode of Gab and Grow, and we'll see you here next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.